execute order 66. You are not prepared! It's over 9,000! Hadouken! No! You're listening to Insomnia. Oh, All right, yeah, now I'm ready to rock. Oh, We're gonna rock out with my cock. Oh. Welcome to what an odd cast. Uh, we're getting sexual in here, getting uh, whipping our cocks. Oh, always, out. ladies. I mean, and me and Anthony are whipping our cocks out. We have no idea what you're whipping out. It looks like a goddamn ha- uh, caterpillar, I think. <laughs> you know, it's been it's going to be a long winter. All right, just. Uh, <laughs> I was in the pool. <laughs> Seinfeld reference. Thank you, Anthony. So today we're obviously going into part two of the classical monsters, which is what we started on last episode. And because of when this episode is releasing, as compared to when we're recording it, you two dopes that I'm working with right now. Happy Step. Halloween! Happy Halloween! I'm happy currently Halloween. at a wedding. Yes, we actually had to record these back to back because Anthony will be at a wedding for Halloween because his sister is evil. Been taking away my Halloween. Well, tell your sister I said hi. Hopefully she remembers me. I'll let her know. Because I think I was the only friend that of yours that she actually liked. Man, it is... Uh, isn't it awkward? When, you know, I find it awkward when you say hello to people. And uh, it's from, like, way back. And they just have no idea who the fuck you are. Like, <laughs> hey, how you doing? Like, uh, yeah, how's things? Like, yeah. Yeah, how's it going, James? Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I know that when I uh, went up to Seth's wedding, his sister was there. I'm like, hey, you. How I you remember your her face. No, I remembered her name. I Wait, just... Seth is still alive? I th- he disappeared off the face of the planet of the Earth. Like, I mean. Well, Seth well, he went over... on a long, perilous journey to the center of the Earth. Uh, but he is back now. Uh, he is a reptilian. We've established that uh, on the show here. Um, and he's married now, so he's going to start spreading little reptile babies everywhere. Wait, when did he get married? Uh, a couple End of ago. September. Yeah. Oh, wow. I, I had no idea. I've been completely oblivious. That'll be almost two months ago. Like a, I think well, the 28th. Okay, so it'll be almost a month ago. I thought it was sooner than that. Well, hot damn. Okay. Well, welcome to an oncast. Uh, again, yeah. I am guest starring. Uh, if you don't know me and you haven't seen the last episode, you need to go back and uh, re-listen to that. But for those of you who are already caught up, my name is Jeremy. I am guest starring on Anthony and Denny show oddcast. And uh, thank you for having me. John, yes. you know, thank you. Thank you for your service. We're going to say it again. <laughs> God damn it. You sound like an old lady. Thank you for your service. Now just let me go down on you, Sonny. I can get you off in about five minutes flat. I've had that happen before. The, the no denture adventure. The no denture venture. Man, what nothing happened of it, but she came up to me in an airport and did that, and I'm like, uh, I think I'm late for my flight. <laughs> How is Jared's mom? <laughs> leave my mom out of this. Uh, so, <laughs> hey, <laughs> and of course that's Anthony, the robot. Uh, I'm Jared, Hello. and uh, I see zeros and ones everywhere. You have an issue, bud. <laughs> I'm sorry. What was that program? One, two, three, one, 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 one. 
There are no twos and threes. And oh god, what the system! <laughs> so, last time we talked, uh, we talked about Dracula, we talked about some Frankenstein's monster! Beat my Frankenstein! Sorry, I had to get that. I, I was holding that in since the last fucking episode. I, I so badly wanted to do that, and I, I, I kept it together, but I, I couldn't do it this time. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm ashamed of myself. But we also started to go over the Wolfman, uh, but we're just going to cover the rest of it here. Uh, Wolfman, out of all of them, is the shortest. Like, I'm going to be honest. Him, I think him and the Mummy are honestly the two shortest ones, because... Uh, Book-wise, there's not really anything that they go off of before the 1940 movies came out, so the movies are what we have to go off for the best thing for these characters. So, uh, on top of that, uh, Jeremy, you had an interesting fact with werewolves, and I wanted to start off with that. Oh, yeah, yeah, I did. And um, so those of you know that, you know, Jared was talking about the history of the Wolfman and werewolves and where they derive from. And after further research on my ends, uh, I have discovered that werewolves have actually been around in multiple different uh, cultures and mythologies dating back as far as the the Roman Empire, um, dating back to even before the Odyssey. Um, they even show up in both Aztec, Mayan culture, and even the Native Americans here in America before Europeans came over and colonized. Um, you know, so it's uh, those damn white people. Uh, well, speaking of which, with Native Americans, there's actually two different distinct ways you could go with a werewolf going with them. Uh, yeah, there's the, the really famous case, uh, Skinwalker Ranch, where the, the Skinwalker basically... Uh, Kind of like basically a witch that could put on a skin and become an animal, and they'd be like super massive. By the way, it'd be like a like a fucking seven foot wolf, big stocky fucking thing. Uh, but the the legend behind it, the short version, is that the skinwalkers weren't necessarily uh, seen as good. They were very fucking evil. Uh, but once the white man came, they figured that they could use skinwalkers to kind of spy. But once you give control to a skinwalker, they kind of take control. So it was a whole thing. Uh, the other way you could go with it would be the Wendigo. Because uh, that would be, uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, no. I, I wouldn't say that's too far off though. Because you're still eating people, and it's still something where it's forcing you to eat people. So I mean, there could even be something that got derived off of that by somebody. Because you're going mm. animal, and ba- well, okay, yes. when to go yes to cannibal is you is when you're trapped in the wilderness, you end up eating somebody, and the cannibalism takes over, and you get the evil spirit called the Wendigo, and then you become this bloodthirsty monster that has to eat people. So I'm saying. Somebody could have easily taken that and made some kind of werewolf thing from that as well. Because you're technically well, going feral. That was w- Wendigo's, Wendigo's derived from, from basically cannibalism of eating another person, yes. Being closely related to a werewolf, not so much. The Native Americans would consider werewolves as uh, somebody who went out and actually killed a wolf. And after killing a wolf or a lead wolf of the, the wolf pack... Um, the, they would be cursed, and the pelt itself, every time that they put it on, would fuse with their body, transforming them into a half-man, half-wolf. Now, Wendigos are completely separate. It is a, a disturbed spirit that is is forced to cannibalize uh, other human beings, and it is never seeking warmth, or always trying to seek warmth, but can't. It's always cold. It's always hungry. 
Uh, werewolves really aren't like that. Werewolves will, are known to kill pretty much just about anything, not just humans. Wendigos, however, only attack humans. So a Wendigo is like me after I've had a really long night of drinking in the winter. Yes. Just terrible feeling, cold, hungry, and want to oh, fucking eat people's faces. Terrible feeling, Audi. I just, I can't stay warm. Janet, I need you to come over and keep me warm. Did you fuck my wife? Anthony, well, I am he... back. Did you fuck my wife? Jeremy, do you have a gun where you are? Because fucking. This guy keeps coming back. Oh, you don't even remember my name, but I remember <laughs> you, you hairy little man. You, did you fuck my wife? Damn. Yes, I fucked so, your wife many times. Well, you are a fellow uh, person, so I, you know, I'm okay. <laughs> a fellow person, nice. Now, there's also a hypertrichosis. That's where the people get the hairy faces. Oh, yes, yeah. The, uh, wolf Boy and whatnot from the, like, the circus dance, the freak shows. Um, <laughs> but on top of that, um, you know, another thing, uh, actually, I'd recommend, uh, because Jeremy here, you know, being the soldier boy, is uh, on, on Netflix, they have uh, that love, uh, love Death Robots. Uh, there's a whole episode they have where there's uh, the American soldiers over in Iraq. Uh, but it's that there's like a special division of werewolf soldiers. Yes, I actually love that episode. Yeah, I thought that one was really good. I was like, oh shit, you got like the, the terrorist werewolves that are like infiltrating shit. It was super cool. That one was really good. So I'd suggest going back and seeing that because that one was just fucking awesome. Uh, but anyway, uh, Anthony, do you happen to have uh, the the, uh, the little poem in front? Uh, because where we left off, the gypsy was talking to our dear uh, protagonist there and uh, you know, basically, like, hey, you're going to turn into this creature. Well, this is the poem that is recited to him. So, Anthony, why don't uh, <coughs> you or Jeremy? <coughs> Even a man who is pure in heart says his prayers at night may become a wolf when the wolf bane blooms and the autumn's moon is bright. Which I, I just got to say. Isn't Wolfbane the bane of wolves, and therefore wouldn't make someone become a wolf? See, well, I mean, it depends on the mythology you're going with, because there are some that that Wolfbane is like a thing associated with werewolves. Too. I think I think it depends on where you're pulling from. Because uh, some There's of them so include fucking... Wolfbane, some don't. Some include silver for some reason. Some include fucking drinking out of a wolf paw. Well, you know, well, the only thing that I realize is the Wolfman was a true story on how to kill Betty White. You can't true, kill right? Betty White. Betty White kills you. That's true. You know, uh, I actually saw a wanted poster the other day for a guy named Nightwolf. I think we got a werewolf running around here, too. Um, yeah. It's a little Mortal Kombat thing for all of you. I'm just going to keep moving on. Uh, so now, later in the night, uh, now this is continuing on with the story, sorry. Uh, now, later on in the night, uh, Larry has his first full moon and becomes a wolf-like creature and stalks the local village for fresh victims to eat. Uh, which, uh, as Anthony pointed out last episode, uh, he strangles him to death in the movie. Uh, but in the strangles. Book, in the book, he attacks and mauls the local gravedigger. 
Uh, after the tran- uh, after the transformation, he goes back to being a guy. Uh, he has no idea where the fuck he was the night before. Can't remember anything. And then he starts getting flashes of that he killed somebody. He's like, oh shit, what the hell happened? Um, and he kind of and throughout the rest of the the movie, there he just kind of struggles to keep it in check, um, turning into Wolfman and whatnot. Uh, he ends up attacking Gwen, the the chick that he had fallen in love with. Um, uh, and the and the father shoots him like just straight up, just blasts him. I mean, you know, you, know, you have a big old wolf creature come into your room. Uh, he's trying to fuck your daughter, man. You'd be damn sure you're gonna pull out that shotgun. You're gonna blow that motherfucker white. Uh, well, you know, obviously they watch it horror as he dies because uh, he goes from being the Wolfman back into his normal self uh, right as the authorities arrive, and all they see is this naked dude with a hole in his chest uh, and a chick, you know, mauled. Uh, and that's the end of the story there, is basically that uh, no one knows that the Wolfman was a thing because you changed back to being a man. Uh, and I also have the note here that it was redone in 2010 uh, with Anthony Hopkins, Emily Blunt, Hugo Weaving, and Anthony... Benicio del motherfucking Toro. That is true. Um, and that one follows the same thing, except uh, they do way more killing in that one. Like, the Wolfman just goes straight up on a murder spree, and Hugo Weaving is, uh, like, a local cop that comes to, like, kind of investigate what's going on, uh, and then finds that there's this fucking thing roaming around killing people. Uh, and it's yeah, That one's a fun movie. Uh, there's a plot twist in there. I won't get into it. Uh, but if you haven't seen it, I suggest going back. It got shit on when it came out, but it was I don't think it was that bad. I don't. No, I don't think so either. Especially that uh that one scene. If uh you know what I'm talking about. That one scene. I have no idea that that is the most but, undescriptive fucking thing I've ever heard. It's just right, like saying, then. Hey guy, to an entire room of guys. They're all gonna look. Okay, yeah. then uh the the asylum chair. How about that? Oh yeah, uh, that's a good one. That scene I do know. Um, yeah, that that's a good one. Like, he's just crazy as shit. We'll prove it. Oh Jesus! <laughs> the full moon won't do anything to you. Oh, spoiler uh, alert! The the fucking werewolf turns into a werewolf at the full moon. Oh yeah, he straight up murders some people uh, again. But uh, uh, some other honorable mentions I have that have werewolves in them or something like it. Uh, you have the Underworld series, uh, which I don't mind them up to a point. Uh, I think the third one is where I was like, okay, I've seen enough because then they were like uh, they were like filler episodes of a TV show, but they were full length movies, and it was fucking annoying. Like the last two have been filler movies for what they're trying to do, and I'm like, this these are so fucking unnecessary. <laughs> Like, oh, but there's more werewolves. Oh, wait, no, there's a super werewolf. Oh, but wait, wait, the daughter, she's going to disappear. But wait, no, she's back in the next movie. Oh, wait, we have to wait till the next one to even know what we're getting at. There's a werewolf-vampire hybrid. Just, yeah. But the first couple aren't bad. Sounds like my dating life. Uh, Then you have the Wolfman here, uh, the original remake. Uh, And one of my personal favorites, it's obviously a classic uh, American Werewolf in London, the original one. I must clarify the original one because it was remade in the 90s and it was fucking terrible. See, they were doing shitty remakes forever. Yeah, they've always been doing shitty remakes and that one was exceptionally fucking terrible. Like, it had a couple bits in there where I'm like, oh, that was a cool effect. But all the werewolves, they tried to do CGI'd and they looked fucking terrible and the story was awful. Uh, but But the original one's fucking great. It has 
great effects for the time that it had come out. Um, very pra- like practical kind of shit. Super fun. Uh, great horror movie. Uh, so that one's another one where you have werewolf uh, attacking a guy, and it follows the same principle of uh, the Wolfman, where it's a guy going to help somebody gets attacked by a werewolf, ends up becoming one, trying to figure out what the fuck's going on. Um, and he's, of course, he's an American in London. Exactly. Yeah, that, 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 yeah, American werewolf in London. Uh, but the other fun thing with American werewolf in London, if you haven't seen it, is uh, he he kills his best friends, and throughout the whole movie, he, his dead best friend keeps coming back and be like, "Dude, you're fucking up." Dude, you're fucking up. Like, basically just to antagonize him the whole time. That he has, like, his personal demon is his dead best friend eating all to death. Uh, and they do that in both, but the original one's just, it's better. It just is. Um, and obviously, as I said, they've all been tweaked. Um, you know, and there's tons of, like, underrated horror movies that have them. Um, the classics, like American Werewolf in London or The Wolfman's. Um, so, yeah, just go check, go check those out. They're not bad. Hey Jeremy, have uh, have you talked to your mummy lately? Mom, yes. Mummy, no. Oh, you don't talk to your mummy? No, I kept that thing in a sarcophagus. Oh, I'm well, talking to one of my daddies right now. How about that? Yeah, I'm right here. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, wow, I've we, missed a lot. I have <laughs> missed quite a bit. Uh, so moving on with with uh, don't worry we can get you to this level too Jeremy don't worry in time <laughs> in time uh, the mummy was a movie, uh, was a film came out in 1932 um, and it takes place ten years the the whole events of this take place uh, about ten years before the actual time of the movie um, so mummies let's just do a quick breakdown on mummies uh, they're really not hard to understand. It's a dead pharaoh, or in this case, not a pharaoh, but somebody who was very bad, who is basically what would be a necromancer, um, being buried alive. But he gets buried alive. But most mummies, you like, uh, it's a brutal fucking process. If you don't know how mummies are made, it was fucking brutal. Um, I would recommend watching The Mummy. Not not the old one, but the one with Brendan Fraser. See, that's debate. Like, like that's that actually that really good. The first one was not terrible. No, that's what I'm saying. Watch the first one because it has a good showing of how they made the mummy. Yeah, yeah, they you know they scoop out your brains, they disembowel everything you have. It's a whole fucking thing, and it's a whole thing of like, oh, it'll be in the afterlife. It was how the Egyptians did things. All right, let's not judge them for how they did things. Um, no, it was their culture. It would also be a terrible time if you lived in Egypt. Then, if you were the pharaoh's pet, you were killed and buried with him. How fucking awful that is. Like, you're just the pharaoh's, like, let's say you're, you're his pet cat, just like, oh, he's gone. Well, someone will pet me. Oh, thank you, kind servant. He'll just, oh, that feels nice. What are you doing? Oh, God. Oh, God. That's hot. That's hot. Yeah, they mummify the pets as well, so. Yeah, that's what, like, that's just, man, it fucking sucked to be a pet back then. Better pray to God. Man, I hope they, like. Before he does. I know. I, or, or, or I hope they fucking, like, make it, like, oh, the cat's. Still alive. Alright, bring me the hammer. Uh, well, you know, that funny thing, uh, if you, uh, you know, from South Park, I think it would be like the, uh, what is that, the Paris Hilton episode where all the dogs keep killing themselves because she's so terrible. I think that's what the pharaohs went through. Maybe maybe that's where this is coming from, right? I'd like to think that that's what happened. It's like he gets a new dog, and after like a week, they're like, ah, oh, these guys don't last long. I'm gonna go, uh... That crocodile looks kind of hungry. I'm going to go fuck with him for a bit. 
Uh, but the mummy here takes place nineteen uh, takes place nineteen twenty one. Uh, it's an archaeological uh, expedition, obviously uh, led by Sir uh, Sir Joseph Wemple. Wemple. For some reason, all I can think of is Wormple from Pokemon. I just want to picture this pink little worm in a like coat. Dash yes. I'm gonna get your mummy exploration. Uh, cause they find the mummy of the Egyptian high priest. As played by fucking Boris Karloff. That's true. The original one was Boris Karloff. Um, and of course, uh, you know, if you've seen the remake of Brenda Fraser, you know, uh, you know, they find the mummy and they realize he was buried alive. He wasn't made as a regular mummy. Uh, and, uh, you know, he kind of comes back to life and fucking kills a whole bunch of people. Uh, but they find that his crimes uh, that he was buried alive for was that he was having an affair with a forbidden lover, Inoxanamun, uh, which was like the pharaoh's, hit, basically the pharaoh's side piece kind of thing. Like it, it was his, it was his chick. Uh, and the pharaoh didn't take on that, so he's buried alive. Uh, they find that they're trying to plot to kill him and take over. Uh, but after digging up and discovering everything, they, of course, they discover uh, the scroll of Thoth, or uh, you know, scroll of life. Uh, which the assistant, Ralph Norton, leads, uh, you know, reads the scroll, uh, despite everyone in the fucking thing telling him, like, hey, maybe we don't want to fuck with that, right? And, like, we don't, uh, we don't actually know what that does. Like, maybe, just maybe we shouldn't go reading it. But obviously, he fucking does. Emotep awakens, uh, which in the sight of him awakening, uh, they drop the, uh, Norton drops a scroll, and everyone's just like, what the fuck? Uh, and Norton laughs hysterically, and the mummy just kind of shuffles off of the scroll. Could you, yeah. can you, can we just take a minute? Just, how did no one snap out of it soon enough to stop a fucking mummy from walking away with his, I can't imagine he's walking very fucking fast. Right? Am I the now, only one? Mummies well known for their speed and not shambling. Someone open the door, that would be great. <laughs> uh, but the mummy ends up finding a woman who resembles his lost love, Enoch Asanamun. Uh, which he then tries to kill the woman and bring the soul of his dead lover back into her by mummifying her, uh, basically so he can have his love again, because, you know, love is the most powerful thing, not, you know, any other emotions. I I I beg to differ on that one. Um, a oh, a fifty caliber round is, is very powerful. Uh-huh. Now I, I do have to say that mommy probably wouldn't have gotten away if they had Rick O'Connell as played by Brendan Fraser in the nineteen ninety nine mommy movie. No, Brendan Fraser back in the nineties, like he would have just broke in and saved the day while making some kind of quip. Like, ah, I'm just saved the day from the mummy. Ah, I'm Brendan Fraser. In like ten years, I'll be completely irrelevant. Ah! Wow. I, I'm yeah, whatever just happened saying, to that man, guy? He got fat um, and kind of stopped <laughs> acting for a bit. I think he went through some per- not to be mean, but I think he went through some personal shit. Uh, like a lot of the guys who were the nineties, like Jim Carrey, all of them, anybody who was famous in the nineties, getting into that two thousands, there was a, just a ton of shit that they got into. Um, and they all kind of went through their own like witch hunt, basically just kind of dropped off the face of the fucking earth. 
Uh, but Brendan Fraser's back. Cocaine's a bitch. Some yeah, he's back. Like, he's in uh, he's uh, in Doom Patrol. Yeah, Doom Patrol. Yeah, he plays uh, uh Robot Man. Robot Man. Thank you. I wish it was that's the actual name as well. Robot Man. Well, I mean, they couldn't use Machine Man because that's a Marvel character who travels around with Howard the Duck a lot. They could have used like War Machine or something. Ha <laughs> ha. Oh, you know, while we're at it, why didn't they just use the name Cyborg? Well, you see, Cyborg was already taken. Was it though? By a black so it was War Machine. But that was also taken by a black guy. That was the joke. Thank you for explaining it. No, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so while he's doing this, the heroes end up uh, breaking in. They save the girl. Uh, I mean, it's it's your basic story. Like, I don't know what else to tell you in this. Like, I really don't. Like, that's that's there, literally all that happens. And oh, there's a mummy in it. That's pretty what's interesting. That? What, what's that? What, you you want to hear what actually happened? You, you want to hear the story? Oh my god, guys, did you hear that? Alright, well, uh, Helen is rescued when she remembers her ancestral past and prays to the goddess Isis. Yes, I said that right. To come to her aid, the statue of Isis. I'm probably going to end up uh, possibly, uh, you know, doing like a, a bleep on that. Cause, uh, considering the times, you know. I see what you're doing. The statue raises its arm and sets the scroll of life on fire, which then means the Emotep loses his mortality, he crumbles to dust, and everyone carries on with their fucking lives. That was fucking easy. Yeah, it's really a very straightforward thing. You're like, uh, help me, Isis. I need your help. And then it burns let's clarify what Isis stands for. Isis is an Egyptian god. Yes, let's okay. please really clarify. We're not we're not saying that a terrible group Isis. of people came to anyone's aid. We're talking about an ancient goddess that existed before they did. They the wife of Osiris, god of the dead. There you go. Easy peasy. Oh. So yeah, that's the mummy. It's quick, easy. Um, now we go on to one that was a little bit longer, just because the movie itself, uh, I saw it a long time ago when I was a kid, and the story itself is kind of interesting. So, I mean, I had... And, and I don't think this one actually got a whole lot of credit for, for you know, it being a good good movie. But, it, it, yeah, it, it's a crying shame. It's, it's one of my personal favorites. Uh, I love this creature to death. And... Um, I don't. I don't feel like it actually got any spotlight whatsoever, especially with you know the whole franchise of moving up, like Frankenstein, the Mummy, and Dracula. You know, you got you got your top three contenders. It's going to be Dracula, Frankenstein, the Mummy, and then anything after the Mummy doesn't exist anymore. It's just like well, why? The Wolfman made a resurgence. Well, I mean, I guess not. The okay, so then it, it would have to be you know like you know uh, Dracula, the Wolfman, Frankenstein, the Mummy, and then everything else. That's true. Uh, and of course, we're talking about the creature from the Black Lagoon, aka Gilman. <laughs> I'm not terrified by the nickname that he got, Gilman, but no, Creature from the Black Lagoon was a, was a really good movie. If you haven't watched it, you need to educate yourself because you're just you know not cultured. 
I would bring a Wooto. I don't like people coming. Thank you for having me, Anthony. Well, great. Can so I, what can you're I telling me is you're an ogre? You're an ogre <laughs> about to set off on a quest to save a princess? Uh, no, but I did almost rape a person. Dude, can I say that I loved you in the shape of water? Uh, I was actually in my <laughs> Thank you. I'd love to know. Uh, can I have a glass of water? Preferably with Sure. Water. If you could just catch it, that'd be great. I need a little bit of um, now, a question for you, Mr. Gilman. Do you know an Abe Sapien? Is that racist for me to ask? I'm fucking I'm still kind of upset that we never saw the fish man's penis. You know, I got to see this now, and it was terrifying. It was scaly. What have I missed that I come back and both of you are talking about dicks all of a sudden, constantly? We're comfortable with our sexuality, Jeremy. Dear God, you're ginger. I mean, just because, you know, you you, uh, don't want to talk about that one summer, it's okay. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I remember that. You, Steve, Brad, Cage, all upstairs. When the All hell was Cage? Paul, Jared, and I downstairs, sleeping on the giant futon bed thing couch. Wasn't Welch there? Wasn't me? Wasn't it me? No, it was Will. Wasn't me and Will? We were sitting there. It was like you know, fifty kills to four. No, you're thinking of another time, you know, Jeremy. I think you've had oh, a another problem. time. I think you've had a problem. Uh, but anyway, I mean, it's it's been eight years. A creature from the Black Lagoon here uh, was a film out uh, came out in 1954, uh, and it was filmed by Mr. Jack Arnold. Uh, the movie premise is that an Amazon expedition uncovers a horrendous creature living in the deep jungle, a fish-like humanoid creature from the Black Lagoon. Anyway, <laughs> so. Uh, Dr. Carl Maya uh, discovers a fossilized webbed hand, which he believes, uh, which is believed to be a link to uh, land and the sea. So basically, you know, when humans went from fish to on land and whatnot, uh, well, when creatures did. Uh, and Carl leaves the camp uh, after finding this, and he goes off and leaves his two assistants to just hang out there. Uh, and he goes to, and they go and uh, you know goes all the way back to California uh, for a uh, Dr. David Reed. Uh, which, fun fact, uh, I'd like to believe that's the father of another breed. Like Philip? Oh, I'm sorry. He, he changed his name legally, for legal purposes. He didn't want to be associated with the man that got everyone killed. Uh, so he goes by Reed Richards now, but it should be Richards Reed. <laughs> yeah. It's okay, Jared. Dyslexia happens to everyone. I don't know what you mean. I'm good. So as You're not wearing your gone, helmet again, are you? <laughs> no, actually, I lost my helmet. You were extra special if you lost a helmet that was on your head. 
Well, I mean, I can't control everything that fucking happens, alright? Jeez. Ah. So anyway, while Carl's gone, the creature comes back, uh, which is our Gilman. Uh, beca- and he becomes frightened by the assistants because they, you know, obviously they fucking attack it. Because, I mean, if you're just hanging out in camp trying to enjoy a nice can of baked beans, and all of a sudden this fucking fish dude just comes walking up and you guys have to rush from some of the nearest village. I need to get more gas. Oh my god! Kill it! Um, yeah, I would probably harpoon that guy too. Yeah, so the creature attacks him and kills them both. Uh, and, you know, everyone comes back, and they just assume it was a jaguar that killed him. Makes sense. Yeah, Jaguars well known for their lagoon. Oh, yeah, you see, this is just a good old-fashioned jaguar killer. Yeah. Well, don't they normally uh, take him to the creek? No, no, they don't. That's a common myth about that. Now, see, he didn't need it. So, uh, he must have just been, uh, you know, he must have just been angry. And, uh, he, he killed him. Hey, I got a web foot over here. No, no, that's not a web foot. That's there's a paw print. This is blind, my friend. Uh, so now, uh, you know, they, they decide that they need to keep looking for the skeletal remains because, I mean, when you see two of you, you know, your co-workers murdered, uh, you don't think to pack up camp and maybe this isn't the safe spot to be doing this. You just immediately chalk it off as a jaguar and you keep going with your expedition. Because fuck that. It's the American way, wait, dang it. Wait, wait, a, wait a fucking second. This movie takes place in Florida. Uh, Jeremy, are there jaguars in Florida? Oh, actually, yes, yes. There, well, there's jaguars, there's panthers, there's black bears. Uh, You don't see any of them because they already know how to hunt you, and they know to stay away from those. Crikey! You only think you can't see me. I'm gonna come down there. I'm gonna shove my finger up one of its asses. You have fun with that. Let me know how it hap- like how it ends and all that, oh, and how it was for you. They are. Yeah. All right, and I'm gonna get my bullion. I'm gonna go get me a jaguar. Yeah. Sure. We'll go with that. All right. <laughs> so uh, they keep going on, uh, and they figure that uh, the remains are sold. That it, you know, it must have washed down the uh, you know the river here. It must have gone down to where, as it's put on the map. Uh, a lagoon is. They're like, oh, it must have gone out here. This is where it all kind of empties to. Anthony, uh, can you uh, take a guess uh, what the name of that lagoon was? I don't... I, I, I'm sorry. I don't know what just happened. You were, like, really slow, laggy time. And then it was like you were on fucking meth, and you said everything within, like, half a second, and I just heard my name. Yeah. Jeremy, uh, that's, that's what I heard, too, Anthony. <laughs> God, you're both robots. Oh, God. <laughs> Jeremy, do you happen to know what the name of the lagoon is? The lagoon. Yes. The, the, the lagoon, they, they assume the skeleton uh, washed out. Mm, it, no. is, it, is it the Black Lagoon? Ding, 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 Anthony. You took you too long, so you're still awarded no points. And, uh, Jeremy, kill yourself. Uh, anyway, it's uh, called the Black Lagoon, a paradise known uh, known for being uh, not a place you want to be, because uh, none have ever fucking returned from it, but you know, they venture on anyway. What they don't know is that the creature, Mr. Gilman, is watching them all from afar, and he's become 
infatuated with the luscious, dark-haired Kay. But they venture onward to the lagoon, and then later on, Kay decides, hey, why the fuck not when I'm in the Amazon filled with animals that'll most certainly fucking kill me? I'm gonna go for a swim. And Gilman gets a hard-on and makes his move. Now this, this right here is the perfect example and definition of what Florida club life is actually like. Is this a metaphor for creepy old men staring at young women? Yep. But Jeremy, you're not that old. Well, hey, now let's not jump to any conclusions with Jeremy here. All right, you know, maybe he's, uh, maybe he's not dressing as an old man to go into these clubs. You know, we don't know, all right? We don't, we don't know if he's Mrs. Doubtfiring his way in to try to hit on the hot nieces and nephews and granddaughters and things. All right, we don't know this. Yes, that's just perfect. Just set me as a creeper on your channel. Oh, my God. I, I mean, you know, we don't know what you do. I mean, you know, just like most certainly Anthony hasn't been killing people and burying them out in the back of the woods in a spot that only I know. <sighs> then at some point you got to realize that you are probably going to be a target someday. I'm already a target. So while Gilman's swimming, so swimming down to get a closer look at Cave, because I mean... You know, gotta get that leg action. Because he doesn't, you know, you know, he doesn't walk a whole lot. Into the driver's seat. Anyway, so he ends up getting caught in the ship's uh, drag lines, and uh, you know, first off, just let me say, you are a fucking fishman who I assume swims in this river all the time. How do you run into anything? Anything? That the ship has anchoring itself. Like, I assume you can see underwater or something. How the fuck are you getting caught in this? Well, you got to think about it. I mean, he's never had human contact before, so he has no idea about rope or nets or anything like that. It's funny, or apparently women. Had, uh, yeah, I was about to say, you know, it's funny he's never had human contact, but he's... He is all amped up to fuck the shit out of that poor human woman. Can break well, yeah, I mean, his dick. Well, I mean, yeah, you know, fucking frogs can only go for so long, man. I think he'd be more like a shark. Hence cartilage dick. Yeah. So he ends up escaping the drag line, he leaves the claw behind, and then the crew, obviously, finding the claw, realizes that there's a fucking creature around, you know? Hey, Kay, maybe you don't want to go swimming over there anymore. We found this claw here, and we don't know where it belongs to, so maybe you don't want to go swimming around them waters no more. Oh, I won't. I'll be perfectly fine, Carl. <laughs> Cut to the always sunny thing. Kay goes swimming in the water. Do, 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 do. <laughs> uh, so obviously because they figure out that this thing is out there, uh, they start to go out and set out to capture the fucking thing, which they do. Uh, and But uh, obviously, Gilman uh, escapes his cage uh, and then immediately mauls the guard they had and uh, was guarding him because fuck that guy. Uh, and then the group decides it's best to leave uh, because, I mean, this thing has already killed three people. 
and they can't seem to keep it in a cage. So everyone gets the first smart idea of the whole time, and they're like, you know what, maybe we should just get the fuck out of here. So they all try rushing off, but Carl obviously becomes obsessed that uh, he needs to capture or kill this creature. Like, he needs to prove that it's out there. Um, it be me, wait, well. You all carry It's a white something. I need to catch me, this fish man, almost as if a kill man. Kill the gill man, Taylor. Oh, there's his mighty call. Uh, but, uh, does anyone want to take a guess at uh, how the fuck this this man dies? Gilman. Yes, but can can you can you okay? Let me put it this way: Does he does he strangle him? I swear to God, if he strangles him, <laughs> I'm gonna hang up. If you were having, if you were gonna hunt down a fish man, right? Where would be the ideal place to fight this thing? On land. Dry land. Wrong. He goes full on underwater to try to kill this thing. While everyone else tries to clear path clear the path with logs because the guild man blocks the pathway out. Uh, and Carl just dives head first in with, with his knife and he's like, I'm I'm just gonna kill this thing. I I'm gonna finish this thing. Uh which obviously uh it fucking kills it. Like I, I don't know. What in your right mind thinks you're gonna you're gonna win against the the, the creature that's fucking fish like? I don't I don't understand that one. But after that, uh, K ends up getting taken again because you know, fish man uh, got a rape apparently. Uh, so he ends up taking her back to his cave. They all track it down and like, hey, give us our girl back. And he's like, I I I've never seen anything so hot. Hey, Gilman, I'll make you too. Give her back. There's this amazing thing. It's called Playboy. We'll leave this here. Just give her back. And then they riddle him with bullets, and he sinks to the bottom uh, of the river, and uh, presumed dead. And that's the uh, the end. They all leave happily ever after. And Carl is uh, in a watery grave because, like an idiot, he tried to fight a fish man underwater. Yeah. Good job. Bin. Uh, and that's it. That's uh, the creature from the Did you just say Finn? I did. You think you could get that pun past me without me noticing it? I mean, I thought I could. But that's classical monsters. That's Dracula, Frankenstein, the Wolfman, the Mummy, and ending out on the creature from the Black Lagoon, a.k.a. the Gill Man. Uh, that's all of them, guys. That's, that's the basis for these. Uh, and obviously, you've seen numerous, as we've said, numerous different things done with them. Some good, some awful. Uh, but you know, not everything's in there. So, you know? No. Yeah. But we do want to thank you, I mean, for, you know, sticking around and listening to us uh, chat about these. Because uh, most people just cover movies. They don't typically go with books. Uh, and for these, I tried getting them all with, like, things that inspired it book-wise. Um, but as I pointed out, there are three of, the, three of these that wasn't possible. But Frankenstein and uh, Dracula were, so that's what I went with. So while I'm here, guys, I just have to make, I have to talk about something. Uh, and I hope you listeners will uh, understand the, the frustration I've had. So, um, I don't typically buy Call of Duty games, okay? I oh, just, no. I, I, I bought You're them back in high school. You're part of the problem. No, I, I bought them back in high school all the time. <laughs> 
campus. Out of high school, I only bought maybe two. Um, and everybody I saw was getting the Modern Warfare that they just made. And I'm like, okay. I played the beta. I thought it was okay. I, all right, whatever. I didn't mind it. I have to say, it's not bad. Like, it, it is fun. It has its moments where you get frustrated. But overall, I haven't had a single game where I've gone negative. Like, I've been doing rather well, and I've enjoyed it. My frustration on this fucking thing comes from, I actually saw a review about it yesterday, and I immediately sat there reading it going, I completely fucking agree. Now, granted, this was somebody that had that, that was explaining this and plays it on PC, I'm playing it on a console, but I understand the frustration because they did the same fucking thing to us, uh, which was, you talked about, when you went to download it the day of release, there was a... It was the biggest Call of Duty game that they've ever made, for whatever fucking reason. It's it's a third bigger than Black Ops 4 was. And they're like, it's just, it's a ridiculous amount of size. It makes absolutely no fucking sense what they're doing here. But on top of that, if you play it on a console, on top of the massive fucking download that was just the game, it broke everything else down into subcategory big-ass fucking download. Your campaign, your multiplayer, and your spec ops. It took... Fuck, I'm like, I didn't get to play it day one. Like, it's not even that the internet, because the person I was reading the review on said the same thing. They're like, it's not that we have bad internet, it's just, the fucking thing did not download. Like, it kept crashing trying to download it. Was, it just, it, it didn't know how the fuck to download this thing. There's too much shit they're trying to do. Now, my problem with console, I was actually playing with our friend Seth. Uh, and then we uh, decided, like, hey, we, you know, why don't we check out spe- the spec ops? I'm like, hey, all right, I'm down with that. We go to load it. The fucking game takes us to the store and tells us we have to download spec ops pack two. We were so fucking pissed off because we had to wait all that day before for this fucking thing to download. And then it has an extra fucking thing that was part of it that needs to be downloaded that it didn't even fucking tell us it needed to fucking download until we clicked on it. And then it's like, oh, wait, you can't access that yet. you got to download this now. The There's always a bigger fish. Like, it's the most nonsensical fucking download of a game I've ever seen in my fucking life. Because the main download was huge. And I don't know what the fuck that included, because the campaign, multiplayer, spec ops were all separate fucking downloads. So I don't know. I, I'm not smart enough to know what the fuck the big-ass download was for, but it, I can't imagine it, it should have been that big. I just I just don't. It doesn't make any fucking sense to me. So to anyone who has also experienced that, or even uh, you know, it crashing while it was trying to download because it... You know, all our systems didn't know how the fuck to handle what it was trying to do. I completely understand the pain. And if you do play Modern Warfare, and you're looking for somebody to join on your team sometime, you can add me on there at Jokey Pants. Capital J, capital P. Because fun fact, that one has crossplay, so you can play with everyone. PC, uh, PlayStation, and Xbox. They found a way to bypass it. Oh, hot damn about time. Yeah, for real. Yeah. For real. Yeah, you uh they basically make you make an Activision account uh and you make a username and then they go uh, basically searching for matches if you have crossplay enabled, it'll go by that instead of your your Xbox or PlayStation gamer tag. I feel like they should do events of like Xbox versus PlayStation. I don't know. I, I, that's just, you know, that's something that they did. And uh, I I'm glad I'm you know, good on them for doing it. 
Uh, another thing I wanted to uh, talk about, I got Outer Worlds when it came out because I had the Game Pass, and I kept it specifically because I knew that was fucking going there so I wouldn't have to buy it. I don't know how to feel about that game. I don't hate it. So before everyone jumps down my fucking throat, I don't hate it. But the style, the, the like the look of it, and the way guns shoot, and the dialogue and story play, right? Reminds me of Fallout, but the actual gameplay, like shooting things and fighting and shit, is Borderlands. And it is such an odd combination that they made with this that it took me fucking forever to figure out how to do combat right. Because it, it's a mix, it is literally a mix of Fallout and Borderlands. Like everything has a health bar and like armors and different guns will do certain damages to certain types of people and shit. And I'm like, this is Borderlands. But everything else is Fallout style. It is very, uh, it throws you off when you first start playing it. Because I, I had no fucking idea how to approach anything in that fucking game. Uh, but another cool thing with that one I do want to give them props for is you can kill any character, even if they're like someone you need a quest from, and the game will just figure out a way to continue on without them. Oh, about yeah. fucking time to get one of those yeah, games. So there's, there's no restriction. Like, uh, but but with that, your companions can like die, die. So I, I find myself saving a lot more in case someone dies that I don't want to. Because, uh, but yeah, that was something that they talk about right off the bat. It's like, yeah, you can just like straight up kill that dude you're getting a quest from, and if it's a main quest, the game will just find a way to bypass it. I'm like, oh, that's new. <laughs> I haven't really done that before. It's always been you can't kill people that are important. This one, they're like, no, you can fucking kill him if you want to. Who gives a shit? Um, so good on him there. Uh, I also have a recommendation. Um, real quick, uh, I watched that uh, Train to Busan, and I would I would recommend it. Yes, that is a great movie. It is the it is it is a true, in my opinion, it's a true depiction of what that would be like. And I pointed this out when we did our zombies episode. If they're fast running zombies, you're fucked. You're not surviving. And that whole fucking movie is nothing but people like, oh, we're safe. And then they just get fucking massacred. And I loved it. Right. I loved every fucking minute of it. <laughs> and those of you that are listening to this now, I really want to be a part of that because zombies, zombies has a huge, huge portion of my heart. And I have studied it. I have actually studied some of the diseases out there that actually re- resemble zombitism. Um, and, so, uh, you know... I love it, and I'm so, pissed uh, I wasn't on that episode. You know, I'm gonna do a first here uh, with the uh, with Oddcast. We've never done this before, Anthony. Um, What's that? Uh, Jeremy's gonna get the first ever uh, crazy alert. Woo! Fucking nuts! <laughs> you know yeah. what? You gotta be prepared for anything, and I was mad as hell that I missed that. See that? See, now, if, if anything like that happened, I know I'd survive, because all I have to do is find a way to get to Jeremy, and I would survive, because he, he's already got this planned out, and he's got the training. Trust I me. survive. Not really. I'm Trust sad. me. I, I not only have the training, I, I know where to go. I have maps. I have everything. I can figure shit out. I, I'm, I'm good. Ladies, you want, you want to survive the zombie apocalypse? You find me. Where can you find me? Florida. The armpit of the United States. Yes. Yes, it is quite literally the armpit of the United States. But 
on the bright side, it is currently 83 degrees out here. Uh, little, little showers here and there. Um, other than that, you know, it's, uh, it's still hoodie weather, um, short sleeve weather. And, uh, it's really nice, really, really nice out. And thank you for that weather report, Jeremy. And now on to sports with Anthony. Um, football. Good job, Anthony. <laughs> uh, and, and have you uh, seen anything else you want to recommend throw out there real quick before we step into the next part I wanted to go over? Um, yeah, I do. Um, go for it. Actually, so I understand I'm new and none of your viewers know me unless you watch that last episode. If you haven't, if you haven't listened to that last recording, that last episode, you are doing yourself damage, son. You need to go back to that. You need to listen to it and then you can join right back into this episode and we'll continue on. But in the future, coming soon, I will have my own channel on YouTube. And I will be doing nothing but horror games and discussing different things about horror games. So you get to see me freak out, a couple jump scares, you know, it's great, now, is this all like fun, entertainment. Thing you're going to be doing, or is this going to be you sitting on camera and just looking at, like, like, what is this going to be? Give me some details here. So what this is going to be is going to be basically a gameplay uh, with me narrating and me going through and trying to figure out, you know, the the actual storyline of various different horror games, whether they be indie or they actually be from a major corporation. I'm probably going to be starting out with some small, uh, but I soon want to work my way into SCP Foundation. If you don't know what that is, you need to Google it because it is outstanding. Myself, I love creatures of the night, dark, scary monsters, whether it be werewolves, vampires mummies um jared hiding in the closet um you know various odds and ends um <laughs> my personal favorite monster out there is the rake don't know what that is that's creepypasta you need to look that up because it's the scariest thing out there right now and by the golly you ever come into one sorry you're dead the, the only thing i know from creepypasta uh, any of that is uh who is phone that, that is the only one. That's copy pasta. See, that's the only one I know because it was on uh, another podcast I listened to uh, when they were going over uh, on a Halloween episode kind of thing. They were doing creep pasta, and that story came up, and just the way they handled it was fucking hilarious. So that's the only one I know, like off the top of my head. Uh, but I'm gonna have to check. Yeah, there's. Now. Yeah, there, there. There's a bunch of them out there, and uh, you know, I highly suggest you know we do a do a show or do a segment you know for Halloween on uh, creepy pastas. Something oh, yeah. along those lines. I can go back because... to my early, my uh, early teen, twenty teens, and bring up back all that. Oh yeah, you got. Yeah, you got Siren Head. You got the Rake. You got you know Bigfoot, which still is got, cost somehow. Even you though it's got a myth. Jack. Yep, yep. You got uh, uh, skeletons. Been, uh, I'm the Yeti, and uh, I've been on the show before. I gotta tell you, these guys fucking suck, alright? I came on here, and they accused me of fucking eating people, and I, I did... Okay, I may have killed one guy, but I did not eat them. Thank you. That is all. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, i tell is, you what. We'll check that out. Yeah, you know, it's, uh, yeah. you know, it's something scary, it's something freaky, it's, uh, you know... And uh, it's it's wholesome fun for the entire family, uh, unless you're like 18 and under, well, 17 and under. Uh, I highly do not recommend listening to it. 
Exactly. Because you will have nightmares. But, coming soon. My own channel. I Once it's up and running, I will post it out here. I'll give it to Jared. He'll say it out there if I can't make that episode. Um, but that's that's coming within a couple months. Um, starting groundwork on it, and uh, it's going to be exciting. Nice. Well, good. Good. Well, we'll tell. Well, you know, we support all our friends and all the shit they do. Uh, James, uh, we had our, we had my buddy James on here. He has his own little thing he does there. Uh, we had him on here for quite a few. Shouting him out. He's even helped put up a few of our episodes on YouTube, which we're still kind of trying to figure out because I had the whole laptop crash. So that's uh. We'll be getting more episodes up there. I know I've talked about we had the channel, uh, and I see some people have gone over there and checked out. Um, we'll be getting back into that a little more uh, with the laptop crash I had. Uh, made things a little more complicated, but uh, hopefully I can get back on track with that. Um, outside of that, uh, the only other movie I'd suggest uh, would be Three from Hell, because I know that one's rentable now. And that one, uh, you know, it's not... This is how I, this is really how everyone I know that likes Double Rejects or House of Thousand Corpses puts it. Uh, Three from Hell is better than House of a Thousand Corpses for most people, but it's not better than Devil's Rejects. But it's still fucking fantastic. Uh, and if you haven't seen Devil's Rejects, fucking go back and watch that. Like straight up, it's a movie that you you know, it's just three psychopaths doing serial killer business, killing people, and they did. <laughs> They give you no reason to like them, no reason of any redemption. It's just the straight up people going around killing other people, but it's riddled with so much fucking dark humor that it it's just fantastic. Because there's random lines thrown in there that you end up laughing, and you're like, that's really fucked up, why am I laughing? Because you just can't fucking help it. Uh, like, the one scene that's really famous that uh, I know a lot of people have liked uh, is when uh, Captain Spaulding the Clown hops in the- he knocks the he knocks a mom out, just knocks her the fuck out, and this the, her kid just starts screaming and crying and shit. And he's like, "What's the matter, kid? Don't you like clowns? But aren't we fucking funny? Don't we make you laugh?" And then the kid runs away screaming. But it's a fucking hilarious scene the way he goes about. Um, so that's another one. Go check out Three from Hell because that one's rentable now. Uh, but you know, speaking of the whole zombie thing, um. Watching that train to Busan, like, for real, I, I would straight kill myself. I wouldn't even joke around that I would survive. I haven't seen it, don't spoil it, or I will murder you myself. You know what, I think the I would actually survive that movie. The only spoiler again. What did I just say, boy? I'm not gonna spoil anything major, just that they're fast zombies, they're not slow. So, I'd kill myself. I would not be one of the people, like, I could make it, or I could do anything to survive. I would straight just kill myself, because... Fast zombies, you're not, like, there's no way. There's no fucking way. Like, a slow zombie like Walking Dead, like, yeah, sure, I could believe people living that. Like, you know, yeah, they travel in hordes, but they're slow as fuck. You could keep up in front of them. I understand that. But fast zombies? Fuck no. They outrun you. They outnumber you. Like, no. 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 That's just not feasible. There's ways around it. There's ways around it. And for whatever reason, fast zombies seem to be, like, the most resilient. Because, like, slow zombies seem to die really easily, but the fast ones, they always survive the most horrendous fucking things where you're just like, there's no way a body survived that. And they do, and then they get up and start killing more people. Every fucking movie like that. I'm just like, there's no fucking way. 
Well, most of the most of the fast zombies are more parasitic, where the actual organism takes over the entire body instead of just taking over the brain. So, which would actually result with them actually being a heck of a lot quicker than bacteria, which will just infest the brain and take over commands from the brain and then just start distributing it out there. That's the difference between a fast zombie and a slow zombie. Now, if you got a fast zombie from a bacterial perspective, then you got to start looking at maybe it's adapted to a point where it's more parasitic, but parasitics, it's more of, it's, you know, throughout your entire body and it's like one organism. And this has been Dr. Jim. Dr. Jim. And we'll be right back after these paid lessons. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> so again, Colgate Total. So again, when Jeremy gets his YouTube thing up, uh, we'll definitely be sharing that out and giving him a hand because that's what we do. Uh, but you know, you know how to reach us, and if you don't, as Jeremy's been saying, go back and listen to the other episodes. We have it all there too. But in case you've missed it, um, Oddcast Media uh, at gmail.com or Oddcast Network on Facebook and YouTube or Patreon. Um, and then we also have the at Oddcast Den on Twitter or at Jokey Pants Games on Twitter. Man, guys, you know, I love horror movies, man. Like, I, I even watched uh, the series Daybreak that they put on Netflix. Um, I don't know if I really say that's recommender worn because it's very much uh, takes place in high school, so there is some like extra drama kind of things thrown in there. Uh, but it was an interesting concept. It's it's like uh, kind of like zombies meets post apocalyptic monster kind of shit going on. It was interesting. As opposed to regular post-apocalyptic zombie monsters. Yeah, I mean, it is a post-apocalyptic thing, but the way they handled it was, was interesting. Um, but then uh, another thing I, I really just have to throw it as a recommendation, and I I might have even said it before, and I don't care, and I've heard recently uh, another person I mentioned uh, on our Facebook page there that also recommended it a while back. Uh, but I'm going to mention it again because I've re- I'm re-watching it again because it's just... God damn, is it hilarious. Uh, it's called I Think You Should Leave, and it's made by Tim Robinson, and it's on Netflix, and it's fucking hilarious. I don't I don't care. I laugh at it every fucking time. Uh, it's a bunch of skits that Tim Robinson made uh, into a little show there, and honestly, they all just make me fucking laugh. I, I think one of the biggest ones was... Uh... Okay. The scenario is you go to a birthday party. For your friend, right? And you get him a gift, and he acts like he likes it. So you're like, okay, yeah, I'm glad you like it. But, you know, the gift receipt's in there in case you don't. So it gets to Tim Robinson, and and uh, uh, the guy who's the best friend, he's uh, the guy who played Glenn in Walking Dead. And he gets his gift, and it's like this little wreath. He's like, oh, no, it's fine, man. I like it. Okay, great. So you don't need that gift receipt then, right? What? Well, if you like it, then you're not going to take it back. So, I mean... No, you can just give me the receipt and it'd be like it was never there. And it starts this whole fucking argument. <laughs> so then he ends up convincing him that he could that he's gonna eat it or whatever. So he hands him back the receipt, he fucking eats it, gets sick immediately. <laughs> he's like, Oh, you had mud pie on your hand. It's okay. It's okay. You know, you had a big mud pie and you didn't wipe well enough. It's okay. But now I am really, really sick. And they get into an argument about that. So then the other friends jump in. <laughs> like, well, I, you know what? We'll, we'll test it. If the paper made him sick, then she'll eat the paper. And if she doesn't get sick, then there was mud pie on your hand, and it's all settled. 
and uh, and then they start arguing about that, and then the husband, and then the one husband's like, "Get my wife the fucking receipt." Basically, by the end of it, the chick doesn't get sick, and uh, they all leave. It's like it's okay, man. You had a big mud pie, and you didn't wipe good enough. It's okay. We understand. And by the way, your wife gave me a kiss on the cheek when I came in. And we all hate your fucking house. And now we're all going to go party at my house. And then he dies in the car outside. <laughs> it's it's a good show. Just go watch that. Uh, but yeah, catch us on Facebook. Catch us on Twitter. Catch us on Patreon. Catch us on YouTube. Catch us on all this shit. Catch us on the email. That's Jeremy. That's Anthony. Goodbye. I'm Jared. Adios. And uh, until next time. Bye-bye. Adios. Bye. Don't don't let the werewolves rape you again. Or Gilman, apparently. Just don't go swimming in rivers, because apparently there's a fish man with, with a hard-on for you.